What's up, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and today, I want to give you the indie game recommendation of the week, Planet of Lana. So, some of you may have heard about this one. It's an indie game with gameplay that I normally don't vibe with, but it defied all odds, and for some reason, I couldn't put this one down. So, what made this game so engrossing to me, and who's this game for? Find out right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. Find out right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. Welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast where single player gamers can find out about the single player games that they need to play and have in their backlog. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and I want to ask you a favor. If you like the episode, like, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. By the way, I also want to invite you to join the Single Player Experience Discord server. There you can find all the video game recommendations, hang out with other gamers, and discuss the dope games that you are currently playing. The link to join the Discord is in the description. Enough about all that housekeeping because we got a good episode for you today. So, let's get to it. DJ, cut the beat. So, I've been a gamer for a very long time now, and I've played a number of games. I like to think that I know what type of games that I like and what genres I don't enjoy. Well, historically, I've never been into the puzzle game genre. Sure, I deal with them in series like the Tomb Raider games, the Uncharted games, and the Arkham games, but I don't go out of my way seeking puzzle games. That's just not me. So that's one reason why I've really been down on Tears of the Kingdom. It's just not a game that really speaks to who I am as a gamer, and there's puzzles everywhere. I can't look anywhere without seeing another puzzle come my way. Yeah, so that's why I'm not really high on Tears of the Kingdom, but I digress. So imagine my surprise when I start playing this little game called Planet of Lana, a puzzle game with stealth elements, and I couldn't put it down. So what is it about this game that made me enjoy a genre that I normally just don't vibe with? Let's dive into it. Before we do though, I wanna let you know that Planet of Lana was released on May 23rd, 2023. It's currently available for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, Steam, and Windows PC. I played this on the Xbox Series S and Series X, and I was provided with a review code, full disclosure there. So with that said, let's get started with the narrative. So in Planet of Lana, you play as a young girl and her loyal animal friend as you set out on a mission to rescue the rest of your people from a mysterious alien robot invaders. So, it's a simple premise, but due to the game cinematic style of storytelling, this turned out to be a really impactful and emotional story. It's not often that I experience a game that expertly handles so many tones. Planet of Lana explores the themes of friendship, despair, hope, and perseverance in a way that should be applauded, especially since this game doesn't feature any dialogue at all. The story and the emotions are told through the actions and the body languages of the characters. Speaking of the characters, this game features very few of them, but makes the most of that very small lineup. The handling of the main character is especially astonishing considering that you don't even know her name. That's how good the storytelling is. You connect with this character despite not even having a name to associate her with. Now let's talk about the gameplay. At its core, Planet of Lana is a stealth-based puzzle game. You use the area and your cute animal monkey-like companion to overcome obstacles and avoid alien machines in the area. 
The mark of a good puzzle, at least in my opinion, is one that's challenging, engaging, but yet feels manageable. Thankfully, Planet of Lana is full to the brim with these type of puzzles. Throughout my 5 hour playthrough of the game's campaign, I came across a multitude of different puzzles. Each one expertly balanced in line between being challenging yet approaching in a way that always made me feel a sense of accomplishment. If you want a comp for how this game plays, then I would say that this gameplay reminded me of the game Inside. The motion of the main character and how you control that character is very similar to Inside. The puzzles, while not exactly the same, does also remind me of the Inside puzzle schemes as well. Now I want to talk about some additional pros of this game. First off, the game's score is absolutely fantastic in the sense that it accents everything that's going on. There is tense, suspenseful music that adds to the weight of the moment when an alien is scurrying the area or rampacing towards you. On the contrary, there's also peaceful and serene music that plays when you're exploring the world. Even though the music is peaceful, it also has a layer of sadness and unease to it due to the world being hauntingly still and devoid of its previous occupants. So I really want to shout out that, that aspect of this game. Part of the cinematic feel of Planet Alana has to do with the music here and they knocked it out of the park with this one. Speaking of shouting out, a major shout out has to go to I, what I would call the best aspect of this game bar none and that's the art style. Because overall the visual quality of this game is magnificent. Planet Alana might be one of the most gorgeous games of 2023. It contains many environments and set pieces that made me stop, legitimately stop playing the game for a second and just take in the moment. From the harsh deserts to the lush floors to the solemn caves that you explore, you're always treated to astonishingly beautiful areas that not only impress but they feel unique. As I progress through the campaign, by the way the campaign's short, it's only about 4 to 6 hours depending on how you play the game. I often had these moments when I was playing the campaign where I thought, damn, that would make a really dope screensaver or backdrop on my phone. So even if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, man, I don't want to play this, like that sounds like something that's not up my alley. I gotta say, even if you don't do anything else, at least look up the game's trailer to see the visual work that was put into this game because it is magnificent. So, as you know, no game is perfect, so let's talk about the cons and flaws of Planet of Lana. The seldom reoccurring bug I experienced was that enemies got stuck in an environment after the game reloaded me to a checkpoint after I died. I'll be real with you though, I know I'm counting this as a flaw, but it was kind of a bug of convenience considering that it allowed me to progress unobstructed through that area where the bug was happening so like the enemies would get like stuck on maybe like a boulder on the screen or maybe like a crate and I was just able to walk past them without really any repercussions happening to me at all so I kind of liked that it happened but it's not supposed to happen thankfully though these instances are very rare in this game I only think I experienced it probably like three or four times Another aspect that might turn some gamers off is that there really isn't any hints to the puzzles outside of what you see in the world. Like the world will basically leave you like hieroglyphs and different things that you have to read and kind of interpret to get through some of the puzzles. But other than that, you're pretty much stuck. Like it is up to you to figure out what to do next. So if you're one of those gamers that you get stuck pretty easily with puzzle games, that might be a turnoff for you. While some gamers enjoy the aspect of like not having any hints in, in games, like I personally want a couple of hints every now and then. So that was something that kind of took me aback. But 
If you're that type of gamer that don't like any hints, you're gonna love this game. So overall, should you play Planet of Lana? If you're a gamer that's into puzzle games, then there's very few, I mean very few, that I'd recommend before Planet of Lana. The narrative is emotional, sweet, and impactful, despite the fact that there really isn't any dialogue in this game. Like I said earlier, I rolled credits around 5 hours and the story and the characters are still sticking with me. While I wouldn't say that this is the best narrative of the year, it is good. Combine that aspect with the game's gorgeous art style, sound design, soundtrack, and smart puzzles, and you have a game that's a strong contender for its best indie of 2023. Even though it has a few flaws, like I said earlier, if you liked Inside and you want a smaller indie with a very, very dope cinematic feel to it, then you should definitely check out Planet of Lana. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play three games at one time. One single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list and which game on the list advances to your active three games. So where should Planet of Lana fit in your video game backlog? I think this is a really interesting question because I think that this game could be a really good narrative game for you to just mow down in an afternoon. Like I said, it's only four to six hours long so you can kind of mow it down, but I also think it could be a good palate cleanser game for, for those who want to kind of get something a little different and maybe relax a little bit. You don't necessarily have to kind of like engage in any hardcore gameplay here. so. It could be a good palate cleanser or even a good chill and relax game. It kind of fits in all slots, but I would definitely recommend it as the primary narrative game that you should definitely check out. So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your video game backlog. Just like I said earlier, I have a favor to ask. If you liked the episode, subscribe and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. And I'd love to see you in the single player experience discord server. There you can find some video game recommendations. You can also give me feedback on episodes. You can hang out with some other gamers and you can discuss the games that you are currently playing. The link to join our discord server is in the description of this episode. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about the good single player game experiences that you've had lately. Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch the single player experience episodes dropping every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been Sebastian, and until next time, I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.